1: I've just swallowed some lime LaCroix, so I apologize if I'm burping into the microphone. It it is Thursday. This is a big day in
0: In surf history. In the world.
1: In the world. It's impeachment day. It's... Did you know that? Is today the impeachment day? I thought it was yesterday. Yesterday was the official vote. Okay. they, They have voted to impeach... Donald Um, J.
0: Trump is officially impeached. He's officially impeached. Not removed from office, but he's officially impeached. So it's a historic 24 hours. have done that, I don't know, three times, something like that? It's the third. It's the first in a um, first um, four years of the presidency. I think the other two were in the second term of the presidency. Right.
1: Well, it's the first time ever in the first term. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I was funny. It's funny. I was driving the other day,
1: Tuesday, I think it was. And on the freeway overpasses in Encinitas and in Carlsbad, every like the first four freeway overpasses had these unfurling of banners and these people protesting as you drove underneath these overpasses and honking and thumbs up or whatever, you know. But it was um, it was a pretty big protest relative to you know sleepy upscale North Coastal San Diego County.
0: Were they uh, for impeachment?
1: Oh yeah, no, it was all about impeachment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I don't know if they were defending or against, no. but, um, yeah, I was up in LA and Ventura yesterday and I saw a number of the same things. Oh, it right. depends on what community you're in. I guess all of California probably is for pretty impeachment, yeah. but yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's a uh, heightened emotional time, dude. I mean, just listening to some of it, people are freaking very, very yeah, impassioned in, in about it. I've
1: actually had to step back from it a little bit. It's, yeah, I agree. Because it's just getting over the top. Like, I'm just like, let the process play out. Let the process play out. Well, Instead of trying to convince... Me be convinced by somebody
0: or me trying to convince somebody else, it's just... Which you will never do. No. There's no chance that you'll convince anybody. Um, So what was interesting, though, was listening to Congress weigh in. You know, they give 30 seconds. Here's my opinion. I either am for the impeachment or against. And it was pretty divided along party lines. But what was interesting is how differently people read the facts exactly and it was a good reminder of the squabbles that either you and i get into or yeah. we get into with our romantic partners or our family even now that it's the yeah. holidays it's that as many people are as it, are in the room that's how many different opinions there are going to be and with this particular with the impeachment i mean it is the most concentrated version of that because there's that much on the line because there's that much implication for millions and millions and millions of people, you know, yeah. so it's it's really kind of condensed concentrated version of I'm going to feel super passionate about this given thing. I'm going to argue my point harder than I would if it was just about something benign yeah. or frivolous um, but it, again compelling it actually made me it made me think about surfing and stuff in that like wow. I love the drama like I love that this guy is raging about these facts that he read and this other person is raging the opposite about their facts and I can see where they're coming from and I can also see where they're coming from and I have my opinion on who I agree with but it's interesting like I can kind of get it but I almost now don't care who I'm just thrilled that they're fighting (laughs) like there's an element of that that's exhilarating yeah it engaged me engaged me in politics in a way that I wasn't previously
1: you know well, I tell you what. Let let me ask you three simple questions. Are you do you believe in and are you a fan of and would you swear an oath to the United States Constitution? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, you are just going to make up the three questions as we go? <laughs> Did you have three no, that
1: I got one? I got another one. <laughs> I
0: mean,
2: do that's you, not make
1: it divisive. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Feel that if a politician asks a foreign government to interfere in our political process, that it's wrong.
0: Yes, of and, course.
1: Yeah, and that in fact, that's the nobody
0: would disagree with that. Okay. Yeah.
1: And did you know that Donald Trump s- stood on the White House lawn and screamed at reporters to have China look into one of his political rivals? I didn't see that. No. Yeah, it's everywhere. It,
0: it's just yesterday. No, or this is just... like
1: a week, two months ago, or a oh, month okay. ago, or something. Oh, okay.
0: Stood on the lawn screaming at reporters to look into. Yeah. No, I didn't catch that one. Yeah. I don't follow it that closely. Well, I guess Those are all
1: three undeniable facts. Yeah. yeah
0: They're just yeah, yeah, undeniable. Yeah. Well, again, it's interesting how different people read the facts. The facts, there's a lot of facts, right? Yeah, yeah. But everybody is interpreting them differently. And some with a very political agenda, of course. Some just with a personal bias based on their history. It's just really fascinating how many different ways you can read the facts. Did
1: you vote for Hillary Clinton?
0: See now this becomes divisive. I'm, I you don't need to answer the question. Yeah, no, I'm not going to answer that. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's going to be interesting. We better not go down this rabbit
0: hole. I mean, we danced it perfectly, I think, without offending anybody. Um, is that why you were saying today was such an important day? Is that why we started this conversation? No, how no this conversation it has nothing to do with Six it.
1: minutes ago. Donald J. Trump.
0: <laughs> I mean, how can you not and discuss it?
1: his ties it? and his university <laughs> and his steaks. Vodka. He sells vodka, too? Well, he tried, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It was Russian <laughs> vodka, less. <laughs> of course it was. Oh, the horror.
0: If, if, <laughs> if Trump's, um, let's say, which one of those companies is still in business? None of them? None. Oh, the clothing one, maybe? If their clothing company wanted to sponsor this podcast, would you accept or deny? Depends on how much money. Oh, is that <laughs> what it comes down to Everybody has a price. Oh, no, I don't know. What if That's meant,
1: a great question. If, I personally would say no. What if it meant that you had to wear the tie? I actually have a Trump tie. No way! I swear to God. Do you really? I just was like it was randomly a big reveal, dude. No, no. I mean, it was just random. Like, you know, it came to me through. I, you know, I don't even know. I might have taken it from my dad's. I don't even know how I got it. Like, I didn't buy it. Maybe it was given to me or something. I don't know. But I just looked the other. Like, this was probably a year ago.
2: Yeah.
1: And and I was like, oh, I need a tie. And you know, here's a blue one. Here's a red one. Here's a green one. Blah, blah blah. And I looked at the red one. I turned it over, and it's Trump. And guess what it says? What? Made in China. Of course. <laughs> and by the way, it's red. It is red. It's That's got hilarious. red. It's got like little gold daggers on it. Amazing, yeah. dude! Amazing. Um, this but I great. don't think I would be okay with a Trump sponsor.
0: Yeah. Or advertiser. Mm. As an see how I turn that around? You ask for my opinion, I dodge it, and then I got you to reveal yours. Oh, I have no.
1: Zing. I have no problem revealing my opinion about it. I, I think that I wouldn't. I think he's an idiot.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. I
1: think it's pretty clear. There you go. I mean, he fucked porn stars while he was married.
0: Mm. That makes him an idiot? For getting caught. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now you're really divisive. (laughs) Were they porn stars? Yeah. Who's the porn star?
1: Stormy Daniels. Oh, that's right. And then he paid her off with campaign money. I was thinking the prostitute thing. There's like 15 people surrounding him that are in jail right now. (laughs) Everybody but him is in jail.
2: I know.
0: Anything. It's amazing. We're get get living in amazing times.
1: I don't know. I'm ignorant and I profess not to know.
0: Nope. You don't actually. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. um,
1: the Jaws live well, broadcast. By the
0: way, what? where are we sitting? What do you mean? Surfing Heritage and Culture Center, baby. Oh
1: yes. We are at the Surfing Heritage and Culture Center. This Steeped is
0: Steeped in Culture.
1: Our fabulous studio slash library.
0: Who did you see in the parking lot? dick metz the most interesting man in surfing he's a very interesting fabulous (laughs) 90 year old (laughs) virile, energetic he's great how Uh, how
1: is how are your discussions going with him
0: ridiculous dude Are you still doing more of them well we the plan was three and three i published number three yesterday yeah but we're gonna do a fourth tomorrow i saw a lot of on a fourth
1: cool and I yeah. saw a lot
0: of positive feedback on Instagram about it. Dude, people you are stoked. You would not believe through email and DMs, like yeah. private messages, I've gotten more outpouring of fandom than I've ever gotten for anything I've yeah. ever done. People are tripping. That's
1: true. You know what's cool about that is that Dick is relatively an unknown person in the surf world. I yeah, had the same I, experience with Michael Benedict. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. This is a guy that's just, it was just some guy. But it, So my point is it proves that people that are engaging and interesting and come through the microphone like authentic and all of that are just really good pod guests yeah. you know totally it's funny i was at a thing for a company called me in and go hey we want you to do some podcasts with us blah 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 and i'm like okay yeah and they had this list of team writers and they're like here's who here's the list who do you think would be good and i'm like and there were some obvious ones where i'm like no i don't and it's not because they might not it's just because they don't have the energy they're not going right. to bring the energy they're going to you know, like, there's just people that are really fun to talk to, and you know it based on what we've seen in the public sphere already. And there's a lot of people on there that were very famous
0: surfers that I'm just like, I am i don't think they're going to be good pod. Exactly. You know? And it doesn't even have to do with intelligence. It's just no. like certain things, there's a certain alchemy or magic that is good for pod. Mason Ho, you know, would probably be insane pod, like totally. good
1: pod, you totally. know. And there's some where you're like, and I'll just... I don't I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus, but there's just some that are just you're just like, you know what, that guy's just not gonna bring the energy. I don't
0: so you know what's interesting about Mason specifically is I've spent a little bit of time with Mason over the year over the last, let's say, ten years, and he can go deep. Like he's actually got layers beneath the yeah, there's things this that we persona, just got a persona, but you wanna get But under nobody that. wants to go to the nobody wants to go beyond the persona. Anytime oh, I, do. I know you do, I of course. You do. But anytime that he's interviewed for anything they're happy just letting him retell a story about being barreled and because he's so good at that he's yeah. good at telling it and doing it but i mean i've spent time with him i've spent time with him and it's like he's willing to go beyond that and he has a plenty to say and he's, yeah, he's in, smart. intellect you yeah. know so how cool is the stab
1: thing where he's like got the t- he's got the board have you seen the yeah. thing that is so funny Just the part where he's just literally like, it's like this table. And he brings up something really great. Like he basically says, for the first 10 years, I would just flip a board over, put my hand on the bottom and rub the bottom and go, oh. And I didn't really know why I was doing that. I just did it.
0: He's like, if there was any older people... I would just look at it from an angle to make it look like I knew what I was looking for. <laughs> but nobody... I didn't have any clue at all what a concave was. You know? I still do that to this day. That's so
1: funny, dude. Oh, that's so great. Well, anyways... He's Dick, great.
0: So, Dick Metz, right? Yeah. Um, The dude's 90.
1: Yeah. But he's,
0: he's got, got the energy of it's a... It's crazy. 65-year-old. 625 I mean, aside, he's not running marathons or anything, but... He rides motorcycles. Still? I think ask him. I'm gonna like, put that in my notes. You for... Have you even done any motorcycle talk with him? No. Oh,
1: dude, he does these insane motorcycle rides out in Idaho with him and Grubby Clark and all these guys. They just get on their motorcycles and it's. He'll, he'll tell you it's like the North Shore of of motorcycles. Idaho's
0: the North Shore of who, motorcycles. Who else? Grubby who? Because I know Nat Young's there too. Or does Nat live out there now? He spends half yeah half the year. Yeah, there. I don't know if Nat Young in rides. the same neighborhood. Ask
1: Dick, but he's got a crew of guys that are like you know old school Dana so... Point guys and Grubby Clark.
0: Matt, a couple other guys. I think John Freeze, some other guys. That- so that's what tomorrow's conversation is going to be about is um, we covered like the three year trip around the world, you know, stuff that was 60 years ago, basically. Yeah. But the stuff I want to know now is, dude, what's your diet? What's your exercise? Like, how did you stay this lucid and energetic? And is it just genetics or what else is going on? Did he, like? Have, have you talked to him about his time in Hawaii with the Hobie shop and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, no, that's – it's got to be ge- just genetics and
0: um, – No. I mean, it partially is genetics, but it can't just be. You could ruin genetics with some hard living. I don't think – yeah, I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I'm not sure. I don't – I'm curious about the mental acuity thing too. Like how do you stay that sharp and recall that, that much detail from six years ago? I definitely that's
1: genetics. Like, well,
0: also, dr- like it, was there drug usage at any point along the way? Like experimentation? Or was it completely sober – Ninety years that kept you sharp, yeah. You know, like you need to I ask
1: that; that's a great. Questions. I'm gonna ask,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, the feedback has been shock. Part of it is like shocking that Surf Media has not already in, dug deep into Dick Metz stories.
1: Well, the you know it sort of speaks to what you and I talk about a lot regarding Surf Media is that it it has a a youth filter on it. Yeah, Surf Media's biggest problem is that it has to kowtow to whatever the advertisers want. Now, of course, it's changed over the last 10 years, but the prior 50 years were like, what does little Joey want? You know, And they know that little Joey doesn't want to hear a story from Dick Matz. It, it <laughs> turns know? out he does. Well,
0: I know. That's what's crazy. Ma- maybe not little Joey, but the demographic. No, you're right. With everything that you're saying, you're right. But the media, the corporate, or whoever in the boardroom, at whatever the brands and the surf media companies were, misread it they under oh, they me. undermined Joey when, when I, little Joey and and the changing demographic of surf
1: i mean the surf world is filled with intelligent 18 to 50, 70 year olds you totally. know it's not just 12 to 15 year olds totally and and it's fun it's funny because when i first started doing you know internet radio or podcasting they were they totally missed the mark they're like what what are you gonna do i'm like dude let's people want to talk just like there's sports talk people are going to want to talk about surfing let's do surf talk radio yep and they were just like not even that's the lamest thing ever and then trying to get advertisers you know you try to get any of these big hitter companies to sign on they're like well does little joey listen to surf talk no they're into what you know whatever they were you know basically they all had sort of print mentality at that time yeah
0: well here's one message i got just while i was driving up i said i can't get my girlfriend to listen to any podcast she teases me about listening to surf gossip but she absolutely loves listening to dick met's old stories keep them coming it's motivating her to take more surf-centered vacations Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's all all about him and his surf-centered vacation (laughs) But, but i think that's great because that ties into what you're saying is like this female demographic that you and i probably can't engage like here she's in you know so, uh, speaking of that, uh oh, <laughs> is it good or bad? I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Well, while you're looking for it, I was listening to Recode Decode yesterday, um, an episode with the guy, the author of the book that the social network was based yes, on. Yes, I, re- I listened to it. It's he wrote great. a new book about the Winklevoss twins yeah. and the Bitcoin. He's a great thing. interview. Great interview. Yeah. And um, one thing that he was saying that ties into what you're saying is he wrote a book about the blackjack thing from MIT. And Kevin, they then made a movie about it with Kevin Spacey, and that was successful. So then they were going to make The Social Network, and he pitched it to Spacey. And Spacey's like, dude, nobody's going to want to watch a movie about Facebook. And then they pitch it to somebody else, and everybody said the same thing. They're like, dude, nobody's going to want to watch. Nobody cares about Facebook. Right. Like, who gives a crap? And who, How who, short-sighted were they? Well, who was the smart guy in Ex- the room? Exactly. Aaron Sorkin, right? Well, Aaron Sorkin, David Fincher, turns right. out. like you know, So a bunch of people could see the potential in it but also like those are the greatest moments those are the ripest moments most fertile grounds for growing something is when all of the uh incumbents right are looking at it going there's to, nothing to, to do it. here and you yeah. go oh really it's because it hasn't been created yet right. so i'm going to go create this brand new thing and own the audience entirely and yeah. own you know like and i'll prove to you yeah you like,
1: like the boardroom
0: like the boardroom, like Facebook, you and Zuck are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> do you wanna no, be labeled so, as Zuck now? I'm so anti Zuck. At this point, he has I mean, he has become the the villain. It's crazy actually. He In a very deserves, short span of time. It. Why? Well, I mean
1: you, you listen I'm to not, Kara Swisher too much, I'm, dude. I'm pretty I'm pretty carried out. I I, I gotta I give a shout out to so Mark much. Price from Firewire for turning me on to that podcast because it's my favorite podcast yeah and I don't I agree with you I don't really like Kara I think she steps on the guests too much and she's crazy she has this little back back backroom chatter that she fills in the conversations with and you're just like shut up and let them talk which by the way I've had people tell me that before you you are
0: annoying you're one-tenth as annoying as she is (laughs) well thank you (laughs) I mean truly she cannot get out of her own way it's crazy she has excellent guests presenting excellent points and then she's rushing them on to the next point or certainly making it about her all the time you know and and the things that she says are dumb like the things that she interrupts them with are absolutely dumb points that she doesn't even really clearly communicate yeah it's weird how smart she is how much access she has how much of a good writer she is and she's that terrible at inter- interviewing people
1: yeah it's a, it's kind of a bummer that's why i like the one with the with ben because he kind of he got a lot of time to talk and he kind
0: of took control. There's mo- there's people that she's had relationships with for 10 and 20 years that she d- is deferential to and lets them kind of take over at times. And those are the best. Yeah. Yeah. But at any rate, I don't know. We're doing a lot on non surf stuff. Hey. Sorry, I interrupted your uh, Jaws thing. Oh, no. So you probably oh, you know felt- where I'm
1: going with this. You were talking about how you were going to reach the female audience. Yeah, yeah. And so I got it. A- Text you probably read this. This is on Instagram, actually, an Instagram message. Having just listened to surf splendor and surf journalist shit all over the girls at Jaws, so I guess you and Chaz just did. You guys just take a shit on the girls at Jaws because that's what this guy's saying.
0: Not at all, but I love it. Keep going. Okay,
1: I would like to invite Dave and Chaz to paddle out at fifteen to twenty foot Waimea or Sunset. Don't pack boards. I've got you covered. I want to see how many of those size waves that you two are willing to drop in on and not pull back and suck, like the girls that you said the girls at Jaws are. And you're claiming just being out in the lineup is difficult enough, male or female. You guys should really give it a try at smaller Waimea or Sunset, so that you actually know what it might feel like. Jaws is like the Super Bowl, and Waimea and Sunset are like pee wee football. Just so you know. But anytime you need. Again, I've got a couple of boards over here for you. You really shouldn't be shitting on people like that when you have no balls to surf 10-foot surf. I would think our friend boardroom show might agree. Do you agree?
0: I don't know what you guys said. What did you guys say? Well, I'll get into that, but first I'll address the comment. Um, So by that rationale, he should never discuss the president, he, because he's not a president, he should never discuss, I don't know, his taxes because he's not an accountant, presumably. He should never discuss a music singer who's off-key because he's never got a... You know what I mean? Like No, the point is, should we not discuss Kelly Slater because I don't surf Pipeline and I don't have world titles? No, we discuss tons of people that we don't have the skill set of. That's exactly what we do. That's what the show is all about. So what I think is the biggest problem with him making that comment is he is now creating boundary lines. If, if it's all equal, we should discuss female surfing the way that we discuss male surfing. We should discuss Brazilian surfing the way that we discuss Australian surfing. It's all fair game because it's all equal and we treat everyone equally. He's actually de- uh, defining regressive boundary lines between things. So you got to treat women with kid gloves? That's insane. That's insanely regressive to treat women with kid gloves. So... If the complaint, by the way, he misread what Chaz and I were discussing, they didn't go. There was waves they were in position for, and they simply didn't go. And that's absolutely worth calling out and criticizing because that's what their job is there to do. And I did make, by the way, qualifications in that... um, they're not look, they're not getting paid to be there. They're not professional surfers. A lot of them have day jobs. So I don't hold them to the same standard that I hold William Card William Cardoso to in Chopu, who, you know, qualified for the CT. He's a professional surfer. That is his job is to go. And I have different expectations for him than I do for, let's say, Bianca Valenti, whose family has a restaurant and she's a waiter and she's probably paid her own airfare to get to, you know, like it's a totally different thing, but we can still absolutely criticize them for not going.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I knew that's where your line of thinking was going to be. And that's basically what our show is. That's what you and in Chaz's show is. I mean, that's what pundits do. We discuss. That's yeah. what NFL pundits do every Sunday morning and before and after games. That's what every sport pundit in the world does. Right. They sit and they discuss and they have opinions and that's what makes it fun and And it's fine that that this guy has an opinion about your opinion. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. Um, I, but- I watched the women's heat with my wife and I actually, for the first time, maybe it was because my wife and I were watching it together and we were just having a good time, you know, like, the thrill of, God, is she going to go and get worked? Like... And so I guess in a weird way, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that we're so, sort of watching it, hoping for carnage. But, I mean, I was stoked on some of those girls. Well, I mean, there was two or three, like Felicity, Felicity is it? Polymeter? Felicity Palmater. Palmateer, yeah. And... Um,
0: she charged it. She charged it. The, so there's... She's a, the one that had the wardrobe malfunction? Yeah. Yeah. There was a distinct difference between semifinal one and two versus the final semifinals one and two it was sad like people were not going they were constantly out of position they were sitting way off on the shoulder they'd paddle into one that they could totally get and then just pull the reins back and there was very few way i don't think there was any wave written successfully in semifinal one and two how can you not call that out you know like you have to state that i know so we
1: we do a lot of that though i mean you and i've called out the women together and the men numerous times and the
0: men by the way so uh the final, on the other hand, it seems like everybody kind of got their bearings straight and like comfort level and courage up and all that, and they were going. Um, Felicity Palmater, you're right, absolutely charged. Kiala charged. I don't think she made one. Um, the biggest standouts. Page hey, Alms. So those are the, big, the biggest kind of epiphanies for me was Annie Reichart. I don't know if you remember her. Mm-mm. I think she was actually um, from Maui. Regular footer. Um, she absolutely charged and she made a couple of really amazing waves. Emily Erickson also amazing who rides that 10 foot. That's the board that they discussed on Mm -hmm. the, um, the stab show, the pickup. Mm -hmm. They brought that board in Lyle Carson made it, you know, 10 foot, single, 10 foot, single fin gun, super heavy. She's ridden it, I think for a decade, you know, um, and the way that she communicated about that board too, was kind of in a illuminating for me Mm -hmm. where it was just look my only goal is to do a bottom turn and i want to paddle as fast as possible i don't care what all those other guys are riding what the other girls are riding everybody talking about quads being like doesn't matter i just want to get in quick as fast as possible and just do a bottom turn and it's like you're right then that's the perfect board for it don't worry about knifing a drop to get barreled you know so details like that i loved so yeah i think the final was a success but um semifinals one and two plenty to there. Yeah.
1: yeah it's weird it's like i do agree that the girls paddling out is friggin gnarly and i would never do it like i mean i'm 54 years old you know what i mean like i'm not going to surf 35 foot jaws yeah um when i was and so my point is is like that needs they do need to g- be given credit just for paddling out there like it is not gnar- like it's gnarly beyond Anything that, if you've never even experienced, if you've never been in the channel to sit there and watch it, I don't think you get it. I don't think it's conveyed properly. The fear of it, the, the intensity of it, I don't think is conveyed as well as it could be. Or if you were just simply there. Like if you were there. There's no way, there's, way to convey thank you, Thank They're you. There's no way to convey it. Yeah. And so the girls paddling out, they deserve kudos. Now, that doesn't necessarily make great viewing. right (laughs) Right, to watch girls paddle out and sit there and i think that's where you and i have a disconnect where we're like come on just go what's you know you're out there but you know there's more to it than that and i do also think that this is kind of like baby steps like in 10 years we're going to be like wow can't wait to watch the girls they're charging you know like there's going to be 12 of them that are probably charging pretty hard and the good news and doing and doing great
0: that hour that they got to spend in the water that day it was a faster learning curve than they would get in 3 seasons. Exactly. There's more waves available. Obviously, all of the rescue teams right there to help, you yeah. know, yeah. to the greatest degree that they can help. Yeah. So, there's a lot of safety that gives you impunity just to go. So, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. Um what about the event as a whole? What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are it was I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Greatest I, day of surfing. It baby. was incredible. I mean, I I am just complete so I'm just completely blown away by Billy Kemper. Like, when you think about it, I don't even know if this guy's gotten his due. I don't think you can give him enough credit and enough kudos and enough accolades. This guy's won this event, is it four in a row? Not in a row, but four. He got second last year, I think. Okay, he's got four victories at Jaws and and a second place. This guy obviously is the GOAT like capital G-O-A-T GOAT, and I mean like the GOAT of all GOATs, like beyond big wave surfing. Like, Let me ask you this. Do you think anybody else could win Jaws four times and get a second place? And if the answer is no, then I want to ask you, isn't that the gnarliest arena in the world to be as a surfer yes. and the answer is yes therefore he's the gnarliest surfer in the world he's the goat above all goats he's above kai lenny he's above kelly slater he's above john john florence he's the friggin' goat and i don't think he's getting his due the guy should be like he should be on the cover of every non-existent surf magazine in the world there's no question about it
0: it's in a class all he's
1: not time. getting his due is kind of what i'm getting at i feel like he's not getting his due yeah he deserves to be sponsored by friggin'
0: Lexus like, or somebody. Totally, that's a great point, point. and also deserves to be on the cover of yeah. Forget Sports about the Illustrated. surf magazine, Sports Illustrated. Exactly, that would be. He's huge. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, what he's—that's insane. I know. To
1: win it four times. Yeah. That's never ever going to be done ever no. ever again ever. I guarantee it. Totally. And here's the thing: when I think of Jaws, I think of Albie Layer. I think of Kai. Do you? Well, I'm just saying in the past. Yeah, the past. I mean, it's... Uh, that's been I, now changed. That's now, been upended. It, that has been. Yeah. There's no doubt. We all think of Billy Kemper. But my point is is that a lot of that has to do with social media. You know, like Albie's all over the place. I mean, I'm sure Billy's is really robust too, but...
0: Billy's is, so the difference... I'll tell you the difference. Yeah. Billy's is workout routines. Billy's posting workout routines all the time. Albie is... Funny. And he's doing airs You know like Albie's got like All of this diversity In his surfing game He's trying to do a 720 And then he's trying to get Barreled at Jaws also
1: And Albie's Albie you really get the sense Albie really lets you Behind the door like you really feel like you're in Albie's life, you know, like he because he's he's like, here I am in the hospital, I'm all screwed up, it sucks, I love you, bro, like, you know, like he'll like do an Instagram just directed at like three people because mm. he knows they're going to be, and then you know, four hundred thousand are watching it, you know, but it's, it seems very personable. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Billy's isn't. I'm just saying when I when I used to think of Jaws, even after his first or second victory, you're still like, oh, okay, that's pretty insane, two in a row. That's that's actually mind blowing that he won two in a row. But for me personally, when I thought about Jaws, I'm thinking I think Kai Lenny, I'll even go, oh, yeah, Laird. Like these are the these are the guys that jump into my mind. Shane Dorian, Ian Walsh. Thank you. Ian exactly. Walsh. Is, Ian Walsh. Yeah. Shane Dorian. Like and and you would think that the very first, no matter what, absolute first person that comes into our mind would be Billy Kemper. And of course now he is. From I mean, this point on. He is, he is, is. just, yeah. It, it, he. I just hope he gets a huge sponsorship with like Rolex. Like he needs. I hope his PR team is. I hope his agent is getting him out there because Kyle
0: has Tag Hoyer. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's just mind blowing to win that event four times in a row I know. and a second. That's insane. I can't. I mean, I can't sit here and look you in the eye and say it. Any. I'm trying to be as convicted as possible. Yeah. No, it's true. It's mind
0: it blowing. Really is. Yeah, it's making the guy me uncomfortable. is the greatest. How deeply you're staring into my soul? I'm the wildly <laughs> uncomfortable right
1: now. He's the greatest surfer of all time. Is he not the greatest
0: surfer of all time? No, he isn't the greatest surfer. Of He's all the time. greatest no, surfer. He is Why not is the he? greatest? He's the greatest surfer at Jaws of all time. Right, and Jaws is the greatest surfing arena in the world. No,
1: yes, I mean yeah, I mean yes. Jaws but is that doesn't... 35 foot stand
0: up barrel. That's it's the word. It's back door on acid. The sentence is accurate. But it doesn't comprehend everything that we know about surfing. The sentence you is flawed. You can put everything else that we comprehend about
1: surfing. And then I would say, yeah, okay, take that. And then put a guy in 35-foot stand-up barrels. And he wins the event four times and gets a second place. It's the greatest th- thing in the surf world ever. It's the, he's the goat of all goats.
0: Now, it's the greatest show on earth
1: in What's that day. In that day. But better? he's not the
0: greatest surfer of all time.
1: He's won the Jaws event four times and got a second place. He's standing. and he, Oh, by the way, he peaks at the final. In the final, he looks far and away. He looks so much better than everyone as else soon, in the
0: final. As soon as the final opens. He's standing
1: opens. up in a massive yeah. 30-foot barrel and doing gorilla punches to his chest. He's the GOAT. What's better than that? What, like a like winning pipe?
2: winning
0: pipe over the course of 30 years repeatedly in 11 world titles that's a better surfer kelly's the better surfer by far john john's a better surfer by far
1: i'm talking at, about
0: the greatest of all time yeah those guys are way greater of our time you're telling me that billy john is. john florence and kelly slater should have won jaws but no, they didn't no 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 but they're better surfers than billy kemper is billy's good at this one thing that he's doing The one thing he's doing is the epitome
1: of surfing, riding the largest waves you can possibly ride and pull into massive barrels. That's the greatest. That's what surfing's about. When you paddle out, you try to catch the biggest wave. I don't know.
0: Sometimes you do. Sometimes
1: you don't. What do you mean sometimes? That's what you do all the time. You try to catch the set waves and ride them those good as you can guess what the greatest biggest set waves are
0: yeah but those They're things only those things rarely ever happen. doesn't matter yeah so They've all the other so that he's so, done it
1: four times in a totally r- i
0: don't disagree with that but what i'm saying is the other 340 days a year he's not well, the best surfer in the lineup he's the was, best surfer in if this it was thing. 30
1: to 35 foot at jaws every day he would be yeah but it isn't yeah but it's not like that at pipe either
0: yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But those other guys that I just named can win at all of the other... They can win at your local beach break. They could win at Pipe. They can win at Waimea. Billy, Are you saying that Billy Billy's Camper can't win at Pipe? He won the Pipe trials. But he can't win at Pipe. He lost already in the event. He lost in the round of 32 or something to Seth Moniz. Yeah, in 8-foot waves. Right. Where's Seth when it's time for the 30-footers? He can't beat Billy. Billy's the right. best
1: at that one thing that you're saying. Yeah, the best, and the one thing that I'm saying is that when you go surfing, you try to catch the biggest waves. The guy that can ride the biggest waves
0: and pull look, into the barrel. Look, are we're arguing over you know, know just for the heck of do, it? I'm we're just doing saying, it because it's a podcast. If somebody, but it's a, if, if I'm somebody's the best at, if somebody's the best at chess, does that mean they're the smartest person in the world? No, they're the smartest at this one thing, but they're not great at calculus. Definitely
1: beat somebody in checkers.
0: I'll tell you that. <laughs> Whatever. I agree with what you're saying, but you're missing the bigger point, Scott. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are.
1: Billy Kemper's the goat. Um, He's a goat above Kelly, and he's a goat above Kai. And he's the the goat above John John.
0: Okay, good. That's fine. You're entitled to your wrong (laughs)
1: opinion all the time. By the way, there's an old saying, big wave surfing, it's like a ham and egg sandwich. Sure, the chicken is involved, but the pig is committed. Billy Kemper's committed. He's the... Egg of surfing these other guys are just chickens gotcha they might lay an egg here or there
0: okay i like it how about lucas chumba i'm not you know i really had mixed emotions about lucas
2: <laughs>
0: um i think I've, i in the past years i've actually talked about him that i love him because yeah. doing the fluttering thing he actually stands on the ledge and does an ollie so that the wind catches his board underneath and he flutters and then reconnects. It's entertaining. I like that he's trying something different. It's a novelty. In the end of the day, it's pure novelty and it, there's no functionality to it at all.
1: Yeah, he's certainly breaking some of the norms. You know, like the norms of big wave surfing would be like catch the wave as soon as you can, get on your feet, get down the wave, set your line and do your bottom turn, much like. Uh, Emily Erickson, but um, he's, he's kind of, he's taking a different tact, which is kind of like what you're
0: saying. It's almost like a novelty, right? Well, it's kind of with shortboarding. It's when people started doing chop hops, you know, it's kind of like, I I guess if there's nothing else going on in the wave and it's flat and you could do that, that's all right. But it's not, it's disengaging the rail is what it is. So if all, if all kind of fundamental surfing is about, engaging a rail and transitioning from rail to rail like that is the opposite of that hmm. you know so i think the it's when you remember that wave that shane dorian got two years ago where it was at the very like opening call
1: it wasn't even in a
0: heat was it i think it was right before the yeah. buzzer sounded and the wave came right to him so he went and he free-falled he like stood yeah. up tippy-toed tippy-toed free-falled reconnected with the rail landed it seamlessly by the way like yeah. mid-face that was fully functional. It was what was happening on the wave. And he kind of, it was perilous. And he let fate start to take its course. But he exhibited calm and cool and composure. And all of his skill navigated fate and it reconnected. Like, it was magical. I feel like Lucas is trying to manufacture those moments. And there's a disingenuousness mm-hmm. to it. You know, where if it happens, if you're standing up on the wave and that happens and you can reconnect, amazing. But if you stand up on the top of a what would normally be an easy drop and then ollie to make it seem like it's not easy. Yeah. Well, now now you're just trying to pull the wool over my eyes, you know. But it's still entertaining. That's the other thing is if we've watched 10 people go straight in a row, then that looks interesting. Yeah. But it's not. By the way, pipe is starting in three minutes. Right. I just checked it
1: um other notables uh, you mentioned ian walsh um nathan florence looked great um what happened to nick lamb in that semi i, I just, forget he lost his board paddled out in the semis lost his board and his first board was broken he had no board basically he sputtered around the semifinals on the back of his ski he only had one board oh, he only had one board okay that's what crazy happened. yeah um you didn't see that part, that semi, where he was just basically on a ski, like. And, I didn't. And the commentators it. were like, "Well, nobody really wants to ask somebody to borrow their board." So Nick, oh, yeah. Nick wasn't really going to ask somebody to borrow a board, and nobody on their boat was necessarily like waving their board near, going, "Hey, come, come, grab my board."
0: I do remember that conversation. Pete was talking about these are two thousand dollars, you know, yeah. and like you have to fund it yourself, and it's hard to or yeah. something. Um, so. One detail that became really apparent to me through watching the event is the importance of training and physicality. That's something that we've seen investments in in recent years, but it really, really stands out at Jaws. You know, the reason why Paige Alms won three, has won three and Billy's won four and a second and is the go is because their training regimes. Like these people in the offseason, those other 340 days a year that they're not surfing those waves, they're hitting the gym and prepping for those days um god what was it there was some other detail somebody said i think it was about ian walsh in terms of preparation um not breath holding gosh i can't access it now but it's like going and creating these fake scenarios in june and may in preparation for what you're going to experience in january knowing that was, january i think is he was of,
1: like paddling out in who yeah and purposely Taking donuts and then paddling back out and catch like trying to recreate the yeah. experience of thirty minute heats. Yeah, come absolutely. in, sit on a boat, get cold, get tired, get um you know sore or get um tight, you know, yeah. and then eat your food and but literally trying to recreate a day at Jaws in competition, which is hard to do and it only comes once every couple once a year maybe, and so that was neat that Ian Walsh was trying to recreate that,
0: right? Yeah. Exactly. And so that's the difference between, like, no offense, Albie Layer, you referenced him being injured. The guy gets injured a lot. And it's probably because he's doing airs. He's trying 720s, you know, and he's also skateboarding and that's going to lead to injury. But in those days that Albie is trying 720s or hitting the skate park, Billy's in the gym because he has one focus. His only focus is to do what you're saying. and to be the greatest surfer of all time. Right, right, right. I'm just gonna roll my eyes. I'm not even gonna. uh, Come
1: on! It doesn't translate.
0: It doesn't translate on air. But that was an eye roll. Um, And so I think that is kind of the difference as we move forward. Is who's gonna take? And by the way, that translates to the CT as well. Like the people, the men and women spending time, focus like. um, Canola. I guess I was just going to use two examples of people who have never won world titles. Yes. Kanoa, Sally Fitzgibbon, you know, like the ones who like spend the most time in the gym, but they do have results. They don't have world titles, but they do have results that reflect it where I don't think gone are the days. It's not, it's not adequate nowadays just to have talent and competitive drive. You know, like you need to put the time in, in the gym, your body will not tolerate anything less, you know, like it's this rigorous at this point.
1: And one of the other things that's missing from that equation is time isn't on your side. Like you gotta act now. Like this is your moment. You know, like if you're twenty four and you're on tour, Dude. don't drink wine at night. Go out like spend six years trying to attain your goal. You're gonna have plenty of time to go drink wine or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Like, I feel focus. like this
0: is focused on me somehow. <laughs> I, feel like this is a, I feel attacked. I'm triggered. Uh, Are you pulling up the comp on your phone? I am. Oh, me too.
1: It's kind of going to make for some really bad pod, but this is an important. It doesn't heat. matter. This is a very important
0: heat. This um, is
1: Edalo and who? Peterson Cristianto?
0: How How is that guy even in it still?
1: Oh, look at Edalo. He's looking friggin' nervous, dude. Oh, mine's Are on, you on commercial
0: still. Mine's on commercial. Idolo looks nervous? I mean. Oh, yeah.
1: Either that or focused, or I don't know. Oh, I just you're have right. to, I was watching the cam the other day. He was out. He was like the
0: only guy out, dude. So my buddy oh, here he goes. My buddies from the Florida Surf Film Festival are there right now, and yeah. John Brooks was he surfed good pipe with only Edelo out two days ago. I saw. I was watching it. I was. I was. I saw. He was throwing and two guys. That was it. John was in the water. and Edelo, I'm like, dude, how is that still happening on the north shore. shore? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and John got good ones. He was getting shacked, and it was head high. It looked legit. Yeah.
1: Um. So. Pipe Masters, Kelly's 10 was insane, right? I mean, I mean, it's like we don't even need to talk about it. It was just the most mind-blowing backdoor 10 ever, right? Yeah. Um, Felipe is out of world title contention. That, that's no surprise. Jordy is out. That's no surprise.
0: Kolohe and Dino could win the world title. Barely. He barely has a chance.
1: It's really between Gabe and Elo.
0: Both those guys have to lose immediately. Um, <clears throat> this round. Yeah. Both, the, both Elo and Gabe would have to lose. And then also, um, here's the storyline for... Uh, this heat has started, my friend. Kaloe. I have Koloe's. So Koloe's holding on to maybe a 5% chance. Um, and by the way, this would be him winning his first CT event too. Like, if he won this... Koloa? Koloa, yeah. He's never won a CT event. Wow. So, you win... This event would be his first CT event, and then subsequently the world title. Um, but, again, the other two guys have to lose. So, the waves are kind of pumping, huh? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. So, what's your... Let's kind of run down the... Well, I want Italo to win the world title. I agree with you. So, Ilo, Chris Peterson, Chris Santo. obviously Italo can smoke him. Julian and Yago's is kind of an interesting heat. Julian's a pipe master... But Iago's,
1: yeah, that, that no slouch. I'd l- I'm, I'm wondering what the w- direction is, if it's more west or if it's more north. Or
0: Ricardo, Christie, and Jack Freestone is what I call lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I, uh, I think Jack's going to take that heat. I agree. Um, although, Ricardo is the surprising. one who beat Felipe. Yeah, he's surprising. It's the one heat that Ricardo wins this year, puts Felipe out, which just says something about Felipe more than it does Ricardo. By the way, did you hear um, – Shane Dorian's quote was so good about, oh God, I thought I put it in my notes. Maybe I didn't. About Felipe basically saying, um, we it's been proven at this point that avoiding pipeline if you're in a world title race is not a good strategy. is what <laughs> Shane Dorian said after oh, that heat. Funny. Which is true. It's like, Felipe, no. dude, you know you need time out there. Dude, show up and just sit in the lineup for three weeks in advance. Which is exactly what Shane told the ELO to do. You yeah. Know,
1: Shane's exactly. basically going, dude, here's the deal. Cause did you catch that conversation where Elo was like, Hey, I'm just gonna show up like the day before the event and surf in my heat and Shane's like, No, 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 you're gonna come a
0: month and a half before and you're gonna surf pipe every single day. Yep. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. You whatever experience you have surfing barreling waves elsewhere doesn't quite translate. You gotta unless be it's there. Jaws. No, it doesn't. That doesn't even <laughs> translate at all. But we know that he's won the pipe
1: trials that's pretty insane to win the pipe trials against all the pipe specialists yeah that's shit that
0: goat that's what a goat does i'm not acknowledging um and then heat four is really an interesting one seth Moniz and kelly slater
1: that's really interesting yeah that's probably the most interesting heat no
0: gabe and kaya
1: yeah that no you're right but but yeah gabe and kaya super interesting yeah come on kaya by the time people listen, all of the results are going to be. A By the way, part. did you
0: see the email um, we got from somebody saying, "Hey, you guys, remember when I sent this email to you four years ago today?" I didn't. This just that. came through um, two days or yesterday, I think, on your podcast following the 2015 Pipe Masters. You basically told people like me to stop moaning because there's nothing that can be done about what Mother Nature offers up. He was talk, we're, He was referencing the fact that we've been sitting in a seven-day lull. Um, true. Wait, who's going on this? Oh, that's somebody at Off the Wall, maybe? Is that Jackson? Oh my gosh, who was that? Is that Jackson Dorian? Are you kidding me? I don't know, he's on Billabong. Doesn't look like Jackson. <laughs> that, that was kid? insane. There's Jackson next to him. Some Grom got the craziest barrel before the event started that they just showed on replay. That was rad. I don't know who that kid is. Um, that was insane. Okay, so anyways, back to the email. He says, that's true, but... How do we end up in this same situation so often? Pipe will finish tomorrow in what I can only imagine will be sloppy, underwhelming conditions with a three-way fight to a world title on the line. We had three days of pumping pipeline. How are we not already wrapped up? 24 men. I, That's
1: exactly 24 men. Exactly. And, and jo- the Jaws event pr- speaks to that too. Yeah.
0: You can do this. So the event, or I'm sorry, the email that he sent four years prior... The closing uh, paragraph of it says, maybe that goes back to Scott's point of having too many competitors in the contest. And I was surprised to see that the qualifying contest occurring on the first day of the WSL waiting period, couldn't they have figured that out beforehand? They should have figured that out so we can run the Pipe Masters event in just two days because you can pretty much count on two days of pumping pipe. After that, you end up with yesterday's conditions, and it always seems to be on finals day. So yeah, been, you've been... Beating the same drum for this many years, and oh, this yeah. guy's obviously been emailing us for that many years. Yeah. who is out, it? The same? Does he want to be a shout out? Um, I don't know. Andrew
1: S. Let's call him. Oh, I know Andrew. Yeah, I yeah. think he's from England, maybe. Okay. But anyway, um, and it also speaks to. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I had something. I Scott's
0: about. watching a comp. Everybody's distracted. <laughs> uh, by the way, how do you feel about waiting the seven days? This last seven days of waiting? I mean, yeah, getting up, feel? checking it every morning. Maybe go, it goes on old. you got to check it next hour.
1: I'm not that engaged. In, I got I have a life to live.
0: I don't. Yeah. I'm in training, <laughs> like the goat. <laughs> in training for what? You're golfing? <laughs> Cardiff. <laughs> you just revealed your spot. I thought you never never say it on air. Never mind. Come join me. Um, <laughs> Everyone <I'll>, else is. <laughs> I'm going to take a controversial stance. Okay. I love the waiting game. Really? I think it's all that we got. I think it That's it. Huh? I think <laughs> You should I think, get somebody pregnant then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for nine months. I'm trying.
1: Oh my lordy. Now that's <laughs> the
0: take of the day. I'm trying, dude. Oh my god. Um but Are you really? Uh no. No, I mean not officially. No. What? Um, no, I am not currently trying to have a kid. But I mean my goal in life is to have kids, so yeah. in that sense I'm working towards that goal. Right. But no, I'm not actually so You're enjoying the waiting game. <laughs> I'm enjoying the cross training, let's say, Um, but I love so all that we have is this. This builds anticipation, is what I'm saying. Like waking up, not knowing, having to check, going back because then when it delivers, it's so much more exciting. You said the
1: key word, you know, if it delivers, right. That's if that's fine. That buildup is great if you know it's going to. It's like Super Bowl Sunday. You know it's going to happen and yeah. it's going to be good because yeah. it's the Super Bowl. Right. We don't know that the Super Bowl is going to show up. Yeah. And that's the problem. Right. With the waiting game.
0: Well, it looks like today the Super Bowl showing up though. So I think when so. so or with the Jaws thing even it's kind of like we wait all year. We don't know if they're going to run or not. And then the day that it goes, it's pure excitement. You know, it's like helicopters yeah. buzzing the lineup, all of that stuff. That thrill is. What is absolutely not taking place with the surf ranch event, you know, yeah. like when we tune into that and uh, the machine starts up and Soli Bailey gets a six on the opening wave and the commentators don't even have anything exciting to say about it. it's like, that's these are the polar opposites of our sport.
1: Yeah,
0: if you could bottle what happened at Jaws or what's going to happen today at Pipe, it would be it would actually. You couldn't bottle it, and it would lose all of its magic once it's in a bottle. Like it's, it's ephemera, and that's what's exciting about it is that you can't capture it. You know, yeah. And so I think that's where the WSL needs to double down on is getting people excited about getting up to check it and not, and yeah, we're not going to necessarily deliver you the goods tomorrow, but when we do, it'll be special. You know.
1: Well, I think to go back to the emailer though, we need. I don't know how many I've I've literally been saying this for on the air on the totally broad on the airwaves for a long time since like, you started broadcast. probably
0: yeah totally um, Scott let's take a quick break for a word from sponsors who we don't even know that are going to run we don't know what the brands are going to be but let's take a break for them. Yeah. To pay for our coffee or our gas up to the Surfing Heritage and Culture Center. Okay. And then we'll be back to close out with Duke Kook final thoughts on the Pipe Masters event and more. Okay. When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. And there's no faster or effective way than through LinkedIn jobs
1: All right, Scott, we are back. What do you think about the Chopu event being the location for the 2024 Olympics? Thrilled. Me too. Thrilled. How great is that? Thrilled with this idea. Um, I just think maybe the powers that be are going, man, we can get away with maybe not having good waves in Japan this year, but we can't do that two years in a, two Olympics in a row. Like, we have to put on a show for the people. Like, yeah. It's okay to have the opening one, you know, the opening year Olympics with surfing in the Olympics to be, you know, we're going to get a lot of buzz about it regardless of what the waves are like, but we got to start performing here. And so they're in 2024, they're having the Olympics at Chopu, which is pretty insane.
0: It's. Gonna, I think it's killer. It's going to very much narrow down uh, who's going to perform well and who's not going to perform exactly. well. Like that is a... It could yeah. be some carnage. Yeah. Specialist, a specialist could win the event. You know, like a. I mean, like. Somebody from Tahiti can win that event that. And smoke. Nordy Nordstrom Seatons. from Norway could have a shocker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he is heir to the Nordstrom Empire, so I think he'll be okay. It <laughs> oh, was a girl. Oh, Nordy, is that? Nordy's a girl. I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. Oh, okay. um So along those lines, and you and I have spoken about this before, but in 2028, when we have the Olympics here in L.A., assuming the surfing's in the Olympics then, which I'm sure it will be, Lowers or Malibu? That's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah. They're going to have to have this thing at Lowers, right? The Olympics. Totally. Like, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Malibu's not even in the equation. Even if Malibu's six foot, it's not as good as Lowers when it's six foot. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, unless it was a longboard event. Right. This is the Olympics. Yeah. So Billy Kemper is my Duke. Uh, my too. I mean, uh, before you went on that rant, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is That Billy was Kemper.
1: not a rant. That was what that was. was that was like a loud Borefest. truth. That was a truth. <laughs> I had to get the serum out for you.
0: The serum? Uh, is that a word? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it is a word, but it's not <laughs> used correctly. Um, oh, my. By the way, uh You're the chicken note. or your pig. Yeah, go ahead. Did you hear about the murder on the North Shore yesterday? No. poopkea No, what happened? Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, so police, uh, I'm just going to read from Hawaii News Now, I think is where I got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, police said that the suspect and victim were involved in a physical altercation at 59240 poopkea Road at about 1150 yesterday. In the p.m.? Tuesday. In the middle of the day? Middle of the day. Okay. Middle of the day, yeah. Okay, No. Yeah. Um, at the time... Which the victim, I don't know, at the time which the victim, I think it was in a driveway, like on the hillside, Mm -hmm. um, the victim became unresponsive. The spokesperson for the Honolulu Emergency Services Department said the victim went into cardiac arrest. EMS responded and administered life-saving treatment. He was taken into critical condition to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. Enright said the victim may have an underlying medical condition. May have had an underlying medical condition. He did not have any extensive physical injuries. The suspect remained at the scene where police arrested him. He remains in custody as police continue their investigation. So it sounds like there was a physical altercation, and one of the persons had a pre-existing condition, and so that ended not well. Um, but the person died. How crazy is that? It's sad. That's gnarly. It's gnarly. I hear that. I know. Bummer. Um, do you have a kook or a must-see moment? Um, well, I mean, the must-see
1: moment. I mean, you know, the, the final, if you can watch the final of the, of the Jaws event again and just watch Billy Kemper just pounding his chest as he just emerges from a massive 30-foot backdoor barrel, that's pretty goat-like and must, you must see that.
0: I think everybody should see that. Yeah. That should be playing on all of the ESPN channels throughout all of the nations. It did get a lot. That event got a lot of coverage. Have you been surfing, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been tons. Yeah, I know. It's been epic. What are you riding? I've been
1: riding the crap out of that. The mid-length. The mid-length twin fin. Good for you. The Sabre by Ryan
0: Sackel. Good for you.
1: And I've been loving it.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. What's the water temp down here?
1: 60. Not bad at all. No. Mornings are frigid, though, dude.
2: That's it's why like I got my pieces. need Essentials,
1: my outerwear, my shell, my uh, puffy jacket. Nice. It's super warm. The hooded or the non-hooded?
0: It's, I think it's non-hooded. Yeah, the lightweight one. No, it's the, the puffer it's, one with the hood. The is,
1: puffer one. It's the big, heavy the winter thickness.
0: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Um, by the way, though, in terms of chilly mornings, do you go hood or no hood and booties or no booties? Hood and booties. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I I, I crack it.
1: I'm paddling out in the dark. Yeah. yeah. I'm out there early. Um, old man status, dude. Well, I just want to get two sessions in. I want to get it before the scene. Get an hour and a half before the scene. Then let the nine to noon crew do their thing. And then I'm on it at one. And the tide's draining. And it's got a little chunk on it. And there's nobody out. I mean, you know, there's ten guys.
0: But... Now everybody knows your schedule. You said where I don't where care. You surf, me, people you... don't want to surf with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm well aware <laughs> remember when you uh chandeliers ash chandelier to ashton's barrel at <laughs> <Ranch>? <laughs> that we might need to read like we need to tell that story again
1: another time just okay. to kind of that, that's kind of a funny story is it yeah i mean it's exactly
0: what i just said
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny it's i'm funny glad funny.
0: that you see the humor in it um you feel bad about that um ashton oh Elo,
1: that would have been, backdoor looks good. Oh my, he
0: almost made that. Backdoor looks legit. Paddle battle Peterson. Now. See,
1: we had those crazy trades the last week. We've had some pretty, especially the last four days, really strong east-northeast trades. So it's blowing this like east swell chunk into it. It's going to be better for backdoor, yeah. I think. It's yeah, going yeah. to be a backdoor pipe masters,
0: um, I think. Uh, real quickly, back to booties and a hood. Yeah. Um, you only wear the hood in the morning. Is it to protect you? No, your, I wear the hood a lot. Do, pr- to protect it's your just
1: ears? It's just
0: warm. 90%, 80% of your heat comes out of your head. Okay. It's just to stay warm and it protects my ears. And The ears are the thing that... I don't like being cold. No, neither do I. And I mean, the wetsuits are so... Comp- like, it's fine. You know, it's not an issue wearing a thicker wetsuit nowadays. But the hood... reason why I want to know is... Um, I should have been wearing a hood for the last 10 years. Like, my ear... My ear, especially my left ear... Yeah, that's what it is, my left ear. Because um, I was just thinking, like, the way that the south wind in o- Southern California, you're sitting out to sea and it hits you straight in the left. South wind.
1: Right? Is that what I'm talking about? No, you don't want, you don't want to. I ever mean, I'm not surf, surfing during south wind, but for some reason,
0: it's my left ear that has it worse well, than my right ear.
1: Well, generally, it's your right ear because you're sitting there waiting and the north wind's blowing into your ear. I know, right that's ear. what I'm saying, but it's but my it left ear. But it be either that, ear. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways, I have terrible hearing. At the ripe young age of mid-30s. Mid to late 30s. Dude, and, you're 40. <laughs> shut the frig up. And the hood would have saved me all this time. Yeah. I just what didn't you think at? it was cool, dude. Yeah, that I was making, a fashion, I was making a fashion statement at the problem. peril of my own health. Yeah. Now I'm aging like a grandpa, dude. And you don't care anymore. So it's liberating. Yeah, I don't care. Um, so my kook. MMA fighter, Max Holloway. Uh, this is a bold statement to call an MMA fighter a kook. Yes. However. Very bold. It's, de- it's deserved, it, dude. So Max Holloway, who's an epic MMA fighter. He's friends with McCoy. He's from Hawaii. Yeah. All of these surf industry friends. He was on Joe Rogan yesterday or the day before.
1: Yeah.
0: And Joe Rogan, they start talking about surfing. Yeah. And Max tells Rogan about the wave pool and... um it is the kookiest conversation I've heard about surfing in a really long time. Oh, really? I think that Max is doesn't surf regularly, you know, like he has a bunch of pro surf friends and he lives in Hawaii, so people just ask him surfing questions but he's trying to speak with authority on it. Like he's claiming kind of to be an authority and Joe Rogan is like all in, you know, And but it is the kookiest conversation I've heard in a long time. Mm. Like embarrassingly. So mm. embarrassing that this is now a representative, like this guy is going to get millions of listens as a representative of surfing. And it's, um, it's pretty bad. I think really bad. just got a sick one. Oh, did he shocking? Um, if I can engage you for one additional Here's minute, Scott, replay. if you could just look. Here's up the replay. replay. Okay, little going on the left at pipe, pulls into a deep one, gets Knives spit in it out, served s- it perfectly, sets up the reeb. Oh. What's he going to do on this? Oh, eats it. Oh, this is a that's replay. a solid six, I'd say. What do you call that?
1: Hard to say. Or first round, first heat in the morning, they're going to keep it low. Yeah, I bet that's got to be a six-two or something like that. It wasn't a super long barrel.
0: Patterson. Oh, <laughs> Patterson. Oof over the <laughs> falls um, okay Scott must see moment and two if by C oh yeah now streaming
1: yeah and two if by C. Hobgood doc I love it yeah where they're gonna
0: have you seen it no but I can' not send wait you to a link. It. it's so obviously we've been talking about this for six years
1: they're gonna show it somewhere that's why I'm I'm, I'm, I'm having this moment where I'm trying to remember where the, they're going to show it somewhere in san diego but anyway go ahead well it's must see moment
0: yeah. i mean this is the must see moment this no, is it's a great movie this is a reinvestment in documentary filmmaking in the surf world to a like kind of we saw obviously momentum generation earlier this year there was a the laird film which i didn't see yet the andy thing there's kind of this revitalization in actual storytelling long form interview subjects biopics and um i'm all in and the hot goods it's just compelling viewing we've talked about it at length over yeah. the years but always wondering when this is going to come out. It's out. It's available for streaming. You can get it on uh it's available for rent or purchase, I believe. Um Amazon Prime, Apple Podcasts or I'm sorry, Apple iTunes, Apple TV and then iTunes of course. Um all the main streaming services. So we'll post a link to it on spitpodcast.com. But for all the listeners who have been hearing us, and by the way, I told you about it cuz I interviewed the film director a while back. Um it's a deep dive dude into some raw territory. Oh, for sure. Like this is not a spoiler because we've talked about it in the past, but, uh, CJ revealing an affair to his wife and they interview his wife, his ex-wife. Like she's very open and candid about it of just like having to deal with something like that. And you're knowing like, okay, well there's all this vice on the road and he's leaving on the road again, you know, and CJ opening up really candidly about it. And, um, it goes there it's raw. So and to If By C, We'll post the link to it. Everybody should check that out. Great holiday gift wrapping viewing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do you wrap gifts? You know what?
1: If you've got a surfer that you need a gift for, you should go to neatessentials.com and buy them a new wetsuit or the puffy jacket, one of the puffy jackets, the light one or the heavy one.
0: Um, I'm all about, I mean, obviously, that's the wetsuits that I wear, and it's a no-brainer for the price, but I'm all about the lightweight jacket. That yeah. is my go-to jacket for Two or three years now, yeah. I've and I've only had one the entire time, and I still use it. Three years on, it's still in good condition. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy with it. So yeah, neat essentials. By the way, a couple of people have DM'd me or asked me about promo codes for neat essentials. There's no promo code. Oh, okay. So they don't they don't need to tie it back to us. But if there is a note to leave a uh, thank you, go ahead and mention us. Sure. Colby appreciates that. Hi, Don. Um, How are you? So, and anyways, Patterson Cresanta just got a decent one.
1: Oh, that right? Yeah, the backdoor
0: yeah. wave. So he, he didn't sneak. Oh, he did sneak out. Yeah, that was ugly. It wasn't that decent after all. That's half as good as Idolo's wave.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it was well served. Idolo's was a 5-1. Yeah, so that's going to be a 3, I'd say. He's psyched, though.
1: Well, we're in for a solid. Look at Yago. We're in for a solid day of competition here with the Pipe Masters. And when everyone listens to this, we apologize. We know it's going to be uh
0: old history, old hat. But thanks for putting up with us. Uh, thanks to the Surfing Heritage and Culture Center. Yes. Thanks to you, Scott. Merriest of Christmases to you. Merry Christmas, David Lee Scales. I'll see you shortly thereafter. Yes. You want to get together the following week? Right yes. before New Year's? Yes. You'll be in town? I will be. Okay. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Happy holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. Keep listening and tell a friend about the spit podcast and the entire Surf Wonder Network for
1: that matter. Plenty thanks, of great Scott. content out thanks, there. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. And the boardroom show right boardroom show all right okay until next time adios and aloha
2: Last time I played for the Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over and bugged me And I my. For- On a jinx or a monopoly money, we only want the real record. Father the Christmas, give us the money, we'll beat you up if you make us annoyed. Father the Christmas, give us the money, don't mess around with old silly But give my daddy a job cause he needs work, he's got lots of mouths to feed.